To the Reist Dynasty podcast in a very somber episode today. Yes, I know you're smiling there, Chris, but I'm not talking about the game against you. I'm not talking about that. Here I was today. Ah, yeah, I lost a tough one. Okay, yeah, you lose games sometimes. But then I get a notification come across my watch while I'm treating patients. And I've had a grueling last few weeks at work. We're seeing so many people. It's insane. Have people sick, so I'm, te- I'm seeing more. And I'm pretty tired. It's an early appointment. And what comes across my screen? My leader. My captain. The cardinal himself. James Conner on IR. Mm. Fantastic. Just another one. Guess what? I got Austin Eckler off IR. Here I was finally thinking, you know what? I got the full lineup back. Yeah, two and three, whatever. We got a long way to go. I'm still in the playoffs. There's enough teams in this league where I'm going to win enough games to make it. I'm going to be fine. Nope, just kidding. James Conner back on IR. One guy goes on, one guy comes off. It's a beautiful thing. The IR, football is a great sport for people's health. I will say that. Um, That's what I'll lead off with, football. If you're going to play football, you're going to be healthy. You're going to be a healthy person, and you're not going to get oh, hurt. Oh, your whole life. Your whole life. And I'm not done, John. I'm not done. Uh, you know what the first thing I heard when I got in my car yesterday was? What? I was getting out of work. It was a late day. Um, got off at 7 o'clock, which is after 10 Eastern time. And I hear Kevin Harlan on the radio call of this Packers-Raiders game. And he goes... And Loves finds Watson. He's wide open. There's nobody near him. Watson at the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. Oh, horse collar tackle down at the 5. What a cheap play, but the Raiders saved a touchdown. (laughs) And I was in my car, and I remember just going, go, 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 no, when he called him down. And I knew, I just knew, I was like, that's it. I'm going to lose. That is the play. (laughs) That is the play. Kevin Harlan was so disappointed, but not as disappointed as I was. No. And then I saw Josh Jacobs catch an eight-yard pass because Jimmy Garoppolo is just (sighs) checked down Charlie there. No offense, Charlie. Sorry, that's disrespectful to Charlie. (laughs) He's checked down Jimmy, and it's abysmal. So um, here I am. Here I am. All right, I've talked for three minutes now. You can say something about how this week went, because I know you probably want to say something about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, this week was, uh, I, don't, I, I didn't experience any of that, Michael. I'm, I'm on the other side here, scoring 132 with my tanking team. Good for you, John. Beating, Good for you. Beating Anthony, as I usually do. Uh, my record against Anthony now, 12-3. and three. He cannot handle it, tanking or not. Um, but I did get hit. I did get hit with the injury bug as well, Michael. So that's tough as you're tanking (laughs) really tough for me. I mean, I'm doing a terrible job tanking. Um, things are really going to have to turn around for me here soon. 
I'm going to really need to not make the playoffs. I'm going to really need to stop getting so much max points for. Ugh. I'm ha- you want to know something that's even worse? What? Um, you texted me at uh, 9.54 a.m. on Sunday. 9.54, right before the game started. And you go, anything before Waller plays or try again next week for our potential George Kittle trade? And I said, nah, I'm good. (laughs) You said winning this week against Chris? Nah. Don't even need Kittle. Just kidding. I'll pass. I'll pass on the win versus Chris this week. I'll pass on that win. I'm good. Yeah. God. 9.54 a.m. <laughs> Six minutes before kickoff. I had my phone. I looked at it, and, you know, I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I was I was trying to give you the opportunity. I was like, all right. Do you want to beat Chris or not? And I said, no. <laughs> no. Nah. I was like, okay. I'm good. I'll just bench this man, and he'll increase my max points for, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to do that trade right now? Because um, I don't know yet. I still want to sit down. And I want to look at. I want to. I want to research more about about this trade, which I like. I like the. Okay. I like it. I like. You really pitched it well, by the way. Um, I know we're being cryptic, mm-hmm. but the trade involves Michael Wilson, who uh, a lot of people might not know, from the Arizona Cardinals. And Michael. Michael had a fantastic pitch, where he basically said, uh, "Next year, I could be drafting the Cardinals' new quarterback, and what a stack that would be." Um, if this guy ends up being the wide receiver one next year. Um, he is a nice player. He is a nice player. Um, he's not being utilized very much right now due to the fact that they have Josh Dobbs and they can't push the ball down the field, but he's a 6-2 deep threat that I kind of went over with you. They drafted him this year in the third round. I drafted him in the fourth round. I was kind of excited to get him, honestly. Um, anyway. We don't have to dive into that too much. This is not a Michael Wilson podcast, although it should be. Should be. It will be. One, it will be one day when he wins me. The, when he wins me the Rice Bowl. It's not on your team yet. Shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, you got another victory over Anthony. Just chalk it up, um, man. Anthony, uh, I'm struggling. He is also kind of struggling here. Not a not a great run for him so far to start this season. Um, should we get into the power rankings? Sure. Let's power rank him. Okay. I think I let us off last time, so I'll let you go first. All right. Uh, some more Quinn action at number ten. Yeah. Pretty. This is this is our. We always gotta gotta have a number ten um, every year that just kind of stays there, and it's it's Quinn. Quinn this year and uh, Anthony Richardson helping the tank out by getting injured. Uh, I think he he spent a lot of money on Jaleel McLaughlin, but uh, I think he might have made a mistake. That's not going to help his tank right there. That guy's too good. Uh, He's fine. <laughs> I mean i i have to I have to keep calling him good because uh, I have to remind myself that he was on my team and I decided to drop him instead of Nicole Hardman. And a lot of mm-hmm. other, a lot of other players that probably should have been dropped over him. Uh, but yeah, Quinn's. Uh, I mean, I'm still excited for next year for him. He's still got some exciting pieces here uh, that are young. Jordan Addison looked good, and now he's now he is uh, the wide receiver one in Minnesota with 
Justin Jefferson down for a little bit. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So, Thielen's been uh, wheeling and dealing, and uh, I saw him put on the put Adam Thielen on the trade block. Might be uh might be a good buy for some for some people. Honestly, he's wide receiver ten right now. He's been pretty consistent the last four weeks. Pretty nuts. That's what I was going to ask you about. I mean, he's being hyper-targeted right now. I mean, that is quite literally Bryce Young's only option, unfortunately, right now in Carolina. Um, that being said, he's 33 years old, like 11 catches this week, 7 last week, 11 the week before that. He's been good outside of week one, where I think they were just kind of figuring things out. And he scored in three of the last four weeks. Like, if you were, you know, say myself or Anthony, would you go after Adam Thielen? And what would what what's the price there? Like, what's even, like, I mean, it, this is going to be a one-year thing, obviously. But, like, what's the price that you would pay for Adam Thielen? Yeah, I think it's – I think Quinn would be happy getting, like, a second round route a of it. Third? A second would be high, I think. Yeah, probably. But sometimes you got to be willing to pay the price to get a championship. But I think Quinn would be happy with it. Quint should be happy getting anything for Adam Thielen, obviously. Um, but he's not doing Quinn any good. No, he's not doing Quinn any good. Quinn's not going to use him next year. Uh, once Carolina hopefully gives Bryce Young some different different uh, targets to throw to, you would hope. Uh, but yeah, I, Adam Thielen turns into dust. I think there's a there's a side where maybe someone desperate. I mean, you have some you have some. Uh, you have a lot of contenders up here. Obviously, you and Anthony are the struggling contenders, uh, but you might see might see someone like a Jack or Tom try to like fully build out their roster because you you have to try to match Chris here, and that's hard. That's true. Yeah, I think that would make sense for Tom's roster because he does his flexes are not bad. Don't get me wrong, but like he could use another flex. I I, I think that's a it's a good point. Um, I think that would be a, that would make sense for Tom. Um, didn't he have Adam Thielen at one point? I feel like he did. Yeah, it feels like Adam Thielen was definitely a Tom, a Tom player. Let me. I'll check his yeah, history no. while you give us your number nine. When Quinn did trade get uh, Adam Thielen from Tom. From Tom uh, in 2019. Wow, he's been there for a while. Yep. Thielen's only moved once. That's wild. Absolutely wild. So Tom dra- Tom crazy. drafted him in 2018. Fifth round pick, not a bad pick. Uh, um, all right. Wow, throwback. That was five years ago. Wow. Um. All right. My Crazy. my uh, number nine is Charlie Charles Sears. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he had a rough week, but he had uh, he had some bye weeks going on. DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Uh, lots of lots of good players on his team. Uh, but I still think uh, we got we don't got the best team here. Charlie, um, you don't have too much flexibility as far as your roster goes. You're 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 definitely lacking some depth. So I, I think Charlie's next move is to is to rebuild, and it has been for a while. But uh, he's got two. He's got some pieces he can still trade to people. So agreed i've got charlie here at eight um he's the only team without a win so far he has a shot to get one this week yeah he had people on by but that just goes to talking about you know the the lack of depth that we've seen um 
you got him put him at nine because he puts he's got David Njoku nicknamed Fire Guy, which is just hilarious. <laughs> so in that regard, you got to put him at uh, put him at nine. Um, let's see. I mean, he's got. I mean, Jamal Williams being out does hurt his depth. Um, Tank Dell, he was out. That that does hurt him too because Tank Dell's been a solid player for him so far, but. Um, yeah, you're right. This team has a few good pieces, and it might be time for a fire sale. I don't know. Like, you could, if you're Charlie, you could compete with Quinn for the lowest max points for to get the number one pick. I don't think any other team can do that. So if I'm Charlie, I'm trying to get the number one pick, and then I use that number one pick to rebuild my team. Like, maybe you keep a few guys in here, but. I want to get rid of the guys who are going to score points that aren't part of my long-term picture. So that's how I rebuilt. Um, I think Charlie's situation is a little more desperate, but if, if I was Charlie, I would, uh, you don't want, you want to get the number one pick. The number one pick has such an allure to it. Like you think about how much value that's gone for in years past when people try to trade for that. So that's what I would try to do if I was Charlie. Same here. Um, and he's got those. He's got Anything those else you would do if you were him? I mean, I think his biggest. I think uh, David Montgomery is a great trade piece for him. He's obviously um, doing really well, and is gonna be really good for the rest of the season as long as he doesn't get hurt. And he's a little bit older, so maybe Charlie doesn't want to keep him on his roster. They get, that's a great piece to trade. Uh, I mentioned this like a couple weeks ago, but selling high on Kyron Williams. A lot of people don't think he, he will last in L.A., so maybe maybe ditch him. Uh, but you got two Tampa Bay wide receivers trade. One of them, Mike Evans, is the older one. And it's clear when Mike Evans isn't hurt, he's Baker Mayfield really likes him. So I think that's a tradable piece. And then, man, I mean, we talked about this a little bit. I think uh, D.K. Metcalf, um, maybe you trade him. He's still valued really high on the keep trade cut on everything. But, um... I still don't think he's like proven that he deserves to be rated that high. He's good, but he's a much better. It's an example of a much better player in real life than he is in fantasy. Yeah, because he just he changes the dynamic of your offense, but that doesn't lead to more targets and more fantasy points. Because Seattle has so many weapons. Um, yeah, it, David Montgomery and Kyron Williams. It's like you you don't know what's going to happen to them next year. Like. I could see it both ways. I could see like, oh, this is just how the Lions run things and Montgomery is going to be good for the next two years of his contract or they just took a rookie in the first round. Like Gibbs could take over here and then Montgomery becomes usable but not what you could get for him right now. Um, And then, yeah, you're right. Kyron Williams, like this is not a guy they invested a lot into. Is this somebody who's going to have value next year you don't know like they could draft a guy and suddenly Kyron Williams is dead so tough situation for Charlie because they could be good going forward they might not be either so yeah eight is a good spot for him and when there's uncertainty and you're tanking I think the the correct move is just to sell for value do you have him at eight or nine I'm sorry he's nine nine. yes eight um I'm going with Alex Uh, I put I think I put Alex. Yeah, Alex. Also Alex. Okay. Um, 
Nick just messaged the group. I wish I could trade for a second ETN. <laughs> I love how that's completely out of context. Um, <laughs> yeah, Alex is struggling right now. Um, Chris Olave, I was expecting more. Devontae Smith, I was expecting more. Um, he has the tight end to own in Atlanta, which is cool. Uh, <laughs> Ramadre Stevenson, again, I was expecting more here, man. Brian Robinson, six carries, 10 yards. Like, that game was tough, dude. Like, Washington just decided, no, we're not running the ball the whole second half. We're just not going to run it. We're going to throw it with Sam Howell 50 times. Yeah. See what happens. Not good things. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Luckily, he has Mostert, who... I mean, he's gonna be good now for the next couple he's weeks. He's good, yeah. Now with a chain out, um, for at least the next four weeks. So, yeah, uh, Alex, kind of mid right now. Unfortunately, just not popping like he could be. Underwhelming a bit. So I got him at eight. Yeah, I also have him at eight. I think he's uh, the yeah. The return of this team was greatly exaggerated, unfortunately, right now which is sad to see. I was hoping Alex yeah. could make his first playoffs this year, but I think it might be too early. I think uh, I think that mistake of, of trying to get Joe Mixon is biting him in the butt right now. Because, um, yeah, like we mentioned, he could have, could have had B. John on this roster if he just was a little more patient and just trusted the process um, a little bit more, which is unfortunate. It, it, things aren't like ruined for him that his, his team isn't dead he's just gonna have to be a little more patient uh because yeah some of his young players aren't aren't gonna have the chance to reach their full potential quite yet uh he's he probably needs a few more pieces here or there but yeah uh he's got to give some respect to jacoby myers at this point and put him in his lineup though because uh he's he's doing well yeah, Jacoby Myers is doing really well, and so is Drake London. Yeah. Like, you got to play these guys. Come on. Yeah, Drake London's doing doing well as well. Which, hey, that's pretty good. No one, no one uh, with Ritter, no one expected him to be able to be startable in fantasy. So, Desmond Ritter looked better last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, I'll get into that later when we talk about our bet- betting segment, which is new. Um, yeah, yeah. Alex at eight for right now. Who do you have at seven? Uh, me. Wow, this is it's that's tough. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, me at seven. Um, yeah, I mean, t- Tom's picture he sent this morning of the dragons and me the goofy one. Although I was angry at it, there's some truth to it. I think. I, I think uh, I, I obviously got some very strong pieces here that can put up some great numbers for me, and probably will going forward. But a chain hurt now. I'm still start having to start two two out Atwell and Gus Edwards. Russell Wilson's my quarterback. Yeah, I think this team is would uh, fail to win a playoff game for sure. So that's why I, I might make the playoffs because my record's great right now. But I think I skill wise, I'm right outside the playoff barrier, especially with I th- I I was happy with some of Nick's team's performance last week. So hard to put myself over him. Especially, uh, yeah, when next next players are probably just gonna get better as the year goes on. I, I I still got some moves to make, man. I I should I gotta move Kittle for something. I yeah, there's still some moves I need to make before I'm fully ready here. 
Yeah, this is hard because your lineup's not complete right now without A-Chain. If you had A-Chain, I'd probably put you higher. So I think I have to I have to agree. You you talked me into putting your you below Nick. Um, it it's mostly because you lost a chain. To be honest, like yeah, Gus Edwards, not reliable. Tutu Atwell, not not reliable. JSN as a starter, not reliable. So if you had pick, I mean Pickens is just on buy. But with Pickens in the lineup and a chain, pretty good team. Like this, like you've averaged over one twenty the last two weeks. Like. That doesn't just happen by accident. Like, yes, you're one of three teams below 500 points on the year, but that's because of your first week. Your first week was awful. So you take the outlier out. Like, you're not awful. Um, but, yeah, you're right. You probably wouldn't win a playoff game, and if you did win one, you wouldn't win two. So um, I'll put you at seven, and I'll put Nick at six for now. Yep, Nick's also my six. Uh, better week for Nick. I think I was super down on his team last week, if I recall. Uh, but ETN went to London and it, it revived him. Two good in London games. ETN loves London. He loves London. He loves it there. He uh, apparently he was playing himself in fantasy though, so he wasn't happy about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> he tweeted that after the game. <laughs> He's like, "I was playing myself in fantasy." Everyone was like, "Oh, sorry, man." Uh, it's tough. Also, who should have not scored? I wonder if they had to. That league had to draft Etn like first overall to make sure Etn would not get himself. Because I feel like they went out of either Etn doesn't have self-respect, or the league <laughs> drafted him way higher, or maybe someone was just like, "I'm going to draft Etn first round. I want him to like me or something. <laughs> I want him to <laughs> want him to think I think he's cool." I mean, if you're in, if you're a player who's like a starting running back, not like you're great, but ETN was what a top four round pick, like you almost have to take yourself, right? You can't be like, oh yeah, this guy's better than me. I'm taking CMC. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I would. You have to believe it. Gotta believe in yourself. Right? So, like, no, I'm I'm gonna be better than CMC. Could you imagine that conversation in the locker room, coach? Look, I I know this is a big game. I'm playing myself in fantasy. Can I like? Can you give Tank Dell the goal line carries today? <laughs> Just please. I have a lot on the line. Travis, it, it's in your contract that you, uh, if you get like ten touchdowns, you get a bonus. Yeah, but coach, fantasy. <laughs> coach, this is a really. I haven't won this league yet. I want to win this year. I really got to win this league. Okay. <laughs> Doug Peterson, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Um, and ETN subbed out again at the goal line <laughs> the third time tonight. Wow. He slid down at the one, and now they're subbing him out. <laughs> First and goal, Jags, and another quarterback sneak. Wow. That'd be It's going to be wild. It'd be wild. But yeah. Uh, Can't wait for that in the playoffs. Same. In the Super Bowl. Even though there's no fa- <laughs> there's no fantasy playoffs in the Super Bowl. Dang. Um. No, Nick's team popped off this week, though. Um, you got to realize one player in the starting lineup did not play. He also failed to pick a good tight end to start, as in Goddard went off on his bench. So uh, he could have had a very high score if he made all the right moves. And Puka's still here without with Cup there. That's great news. Yeah, this is, uh, I think I think Nick, like we've been saying on the podcast, going to take some time to for Nick's team to get there fully. Um yeah, Jameson Williams on a snap count. Uh, hopefully he'll be fully back next week. So, yeah, next team will just get start to get better and better as the weeks go on here. So that's six for now. 
Yeah, uh, the only thing I would add to that, um, in Nick's defense of starting Aaron Jones, I texted him right before kickoff and was like, hey, you have Jameer Gibbs in. Like, you probably should change it. And he was like, oh, I'm watching the Chicago Marathon. Uh, thanks. And, like, Jones played last week on a snap count coming off of injury, and then he just didn't play last night, which is awesome as a Packers fan. Just love that. Yeah, very um, weird. So very weird scratch. It was a Monday night game. I, I was in that situation with Javante Williams in a different league where I was starting him. They called him off last second, and I was like, what the hell? He, like, played last week. He practiced in full on Thursday. Like, why would you practice him in full if he's not going to play? Yeah. Um, so in that defense, he also was playing Charlie, who had everybody on by. So not exactly a place to be worried. Um, but, yeah, this team, you're like you said, is kind of coming into its own. He's going to reestablish that stack with Goddard. Um, he's actually – don't look now. Nick's running the two tight end oh, set. Oh, me and Nick, two tight two tight end got, setters. Got to love the two tight end God, set. if only we were playing each other, two tight end set versus each other. Oh, my gosh, that'd be awesome. It'd be like watching Iowa football. <laughs> um, that'd, be, that'd be fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, Nick is in this spot, but at the same time, like – there's not much depth here. Like, if Nick had my injury situation right now, I'm just going to say he'd be screwed. True. He has nobody hurt besides Aaron Jones. And, like, he had Gibbs out for a game, and he had Jones out for a game. Like, they're going to be fine. Like, he'd be screwed if he had to use any of his depth like I do. He literally um, has no anyway. one on IR. Literally no one. Yeah, that must be tough, Nick. <laughs> Hate to see it. Good for you, man. Meanwhile, here's half of my starting lineup just subbing in and out of the IR spots. So much fun. <sighs> okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, who, who do you have next? Let's, let's move on to a different subject. Five is Anthony for me. Uh, obviously, a, a rough week for Anthony against me. Uh, didn't look good. Didn't, didn't look great. Pitts uh, scored over 10 points, so that's there's that. Targeted 11 times. That's nice. Stephon Diggs is so good. Imagine, I was thinking the other day, like, wow, wait, Anthony did trade me Josh Allen. Anthony could have had Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs um, stack. Uh, But obviously has Mahomes too, so probably would have traded one of them. Um, Yeah, a lot of of worries and question marks on this team still. He tried to trade Khalil Herbert. He straight up went to the chat and was like, this is what Khalil Herbert's going for if anyone wants him. Um, and no one bit. I think it was like a third rounder or something. I don't know. Or was it second? Second rounder. Yeah, sec- that was way too ambitious. Second rounder, no way. I'm giving, giving – no way no one's giving you a second rounder for Khalil Herbert. Who ended up getting injured in the game too. Um, Yeah, Najee, rough game for him. Uh, But, yeah, Anthony's still still banged up, and that Chubb injury is just going to be it's – ho- it's hobbling him. Obviously, he had Higgins and St. Brown out this week, though. So that those are positives that will return to him. Uh, hopefully soon for St. Brown. Higgins sounds a little more serious, so I don't know about him. Too low. You got him too wow. low. Um, too low. Coming in, number five is uh, the Rice Times Infirmary. Wow. Um, this team is too banged up, John. Steam is banged up. Steam doesn't score. Um, yeah, 
I need to prove that I can actually score points and win games. I've lost three in a row. Um, this team has struggled. Um, struggled last week. Struggled the week before that with a loss to Nick. Um, haven't cracked 110 in two weeks. So how can I put this team above Anthony right now? Like, uh, Anthony has outscored me each of the last three weeks. So how can I say that I'm better than him, even though, yes, I get Austin Eckler back this week? Um, so I, I'm putting myself here at five, a little bit of reverse psychology, as you may. Spoiler alert, you might know who my next opponent is. <laughs> but, yeah, right now, until I see somebody healthy, just somebody healthy in my starting lineup, please, anybody healthy, um, yeah, this team is not uh, – I can't put them any higher than this. They're five in the overall rankings, so they should be five in the power rankings. That's how power rankings work. I just read the standings every week. Now, uh, <laughs> I think both you and Anthony have very similar situations, banged up teams, big injuries. I'm a little more positive on your team. And to be fair, he outscored you by like three points those past two weeks. All right, Michael? He outscored <laughs> me each of the last three weeks, John. <laughs> Barely. Um very close, which maybe maybe that means we're getting a really close banger this week between you two, but... No, I can't take it. No more, please. <laughs> no more. I just lost a curse by half a point. Don't do not do this to me. Uh, this was Justin Jefferson from last year all over again. <laughs> yeah. The, the, these games always seem to be good here. But I, I think he, I, there are more positives for you, Michael. Eckler's coming back. Cooper Cup looked great in his first week back, which is great. Tyreek Hill's still insane. Um, yeah, you got Bijan had a little bit of an off week, but he should be good. Derrick Henry might be inconsistent the rest of the year, which was, will stink. But um, besides that, you, you got a hurt team, but you still got like I, I'm more high on your team, Michael, because you still got those Tyree kills, those Cooper Cups, those Derrick Henrys that are gonna have like thirty to forty point games that will that will just win you a week. Uh, where Anthony, whereas Anthony doesn't really have that besides Diggs and Mahomes, and I think Diggs is... Didn't you see Zach Moss last oh, week? Oh, sorry, Zach Moss. I apologize. You forgot about Zach Moss. Come I on. I apologize. The new running back one in Indianapolis, Zach Moss. I've never heard of Jonathan. The Tyler. RB6 on the year? Oh, my God. With missing a week? Missing a week. He's the RB6. This guy is so good. I don't know. I mean, the Colts are probably... they they It was, it was kind of just like a fake-out, giving Jonathan Taylor all that money. Uh, they're just going to use Zach Moss. They they gave him that money for fun. Um, they saw the signature when this contract was signed, and they were like, Jonathan, t- wait. Oh, shit. They called in the wrong running back. <laughs> they're like, wait, that's a weird way to spell Zach Moss. I mean, I guess I don't know cursive that well. <laughs> they were like, no, John, no, we didn't mean to call you in. <laughs> guys, guys, come on. This is voided. We, we can't do this. Mm. Where is Zach? Where is, Where is Zach? Zach? By the way, Jack Reed straight up just dropped Zach Moss last year. Just dropped him. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Imagine if Jack would have had him as He was well. trash. Yeah, he was trash. Zach, I, but, he was awful. But he was on, wasn't he on Buffalo last year? Like, he wasn't. He, yeah, he was on Buffalo. He's the third string running he's back. The, he's, he wasn't their starting running back. Now he comes to the Colts, and he's, the, he's a god. Jonathan Taylor, we don't need yeah. you. Yeah, Zach Moss, uh, confirmed good, very good at football um, when he's the Colts running back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Colts tend, just Colts tend to have good running backs. They got a good line. So good for them. Yes. Um, oh, man, dude. Tennessee's line. Did you watch any of that game? It was hard to watch. Uh, yeah, on red zone. It popped up every once in a while. Their offensive line is so bad. Yeah. Like, Tajay Spears got the ball, but it was all, like, fly sweeps and, like, reverses and, like, screen passes. And, like, they were just like, yeah, we can't just hand it off up the middle. It just doesn't no. work. The, we can't block anybody. This is what Derrick Henry likes to do. Um, he does, and it's sad to watch. Trying, Here we trying, are. His second pass in a row. Uh, second week with a pass in a row. Derrick Henry threw another. I was so – dude, that's another one. That's another play where I look back, yeah. and I'm like, dude, just complete the pass, and I oh, win the game. It was uh, <sighs> It was just a little bit of a bad pass. Nice try, Henry. He uh, – on the red zone, they were like, yeah, his arm is just too strong. <laughs> his arm is too strong. He can't control it. He can't. He can only throw, like, bombs. Yeah. All right. Um, yes, Anthony is ahead of me. Um, Zach Moss, dude, stud. Um, he gets a Monra back this week. That's big. He will probably get T. Higgins back, if I had to imagine. Um, and it looks like Cincinnati's starting to figure it out. So maybe... Maybe a team will be like, you know how Jamar Chase said that he's always open? What if he wasn't? <laughs> that T. Higgins is open. Whoa. What if he wasn't? Then maybe T. Higgins is open, and he'll probably light me up. So that's going to be a fun matchup. Tyler Lockett against T. Higgins. That'll wow. um, be epic. Epic. So, all right. Let's get to the the real teams here. Right now, these are the three teams that could contend for a title. Wow. <laughs> These are it right here, baby. And uh, my number three is Tom, who had a fantastic bounce back week. He did. Um, and it's mainly because of Jamar Chase, who is still chasing a ring. 46 points for him. Brees Hall. Um, yeah, still start your running back against Denver. Still do that. Uh, 31 points for him. And Justin Fields, two weeks in a row. Is Justin Fields back? Is he playing two bad teams? Yes, but he could be back. Who knows? Um, and then either way, Burrow is apparently back, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Calvin Ridley looked good. And, yeah, I mean, we talked about this earlier. I do, with the Adam Thielen trade, I do, my only concern is um, that one flex spot for Tom. Who Nico Collins had an off week. He's been good most of the time. Spears maybe becoming startable. I don't know. Um, but, he's yeah, he's still going to have to. Uh, oh, well, forgive me. Kenneth Walker was on by. So. Yeah. Ken, well, he was playing Matt Breida, too. Oh, okay. So, I mean, Nico Collins, I think, is playable. Yeah. I, I mean, too. he had 34 the week before, so y- you can play Nico Collins comfortably. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about Tom in a minute here. All right. Jack is my number three. Um, this team's a wagon, man. Um it's a wagon. I mean, he had bad weeks out of uh, Tony Pollard, who just that game was just over before it started. Um, but man, here comes DJ Moore. Um, there, there's question marks though. I will say this: running back is a big question mark for this team right now. He got rid of Jonathan Taylor, um, James Cook. I mean, geez, five carries, negative four yards, gross. <laughs> Miles Sanders, like one point nine points. Like th- that's not good. There's question marks at the running back position. Pacheco's fine, but if he doesn't score, he's 
he's he's just fine. Like there's nothing more to it. So um, if you look down the line too, this team, it, it, like it, it, he did this without Keenan Allen, which is the impressive part. But Keenan Allen's a receiver, so that takes up one flex spot. But I don't know. There's a little little bit of a question mark at running back that I don't think Tom has at this time. I think Tom is a more consistent team. Um, I guess he could play Gabe Davis if he wanted to and just put Pacheco as his second I RB. think it's time to put but, Gabe um, in. Put Gabe in. I think it might be. And he's got the stack, too, yeah. with Josh Allen. Why aren't you playing Gabe Davis? Uh, I think Gabe's good. I mean, this year, I every time I am watching the Bills, I'm like, wait, this guy is good uh, outside of fantasy. Yeah. I'm like – Wait, this guy's making insane catches. This guy is legitimately a really good NFL wide receiver. Uh, yeah, he's just a good But now player. he is playable in fantasy um, as well. I have him in uh, my family league. I, I, I'm starting him now. I like him. Yeah. Um, I would assume Jack is your two, so I can yeah, yeah. talk about him before I talk about Tom for a minute. Yeah, Jack's my number two. I think him and Tom are uh, very close. Very, very close. Um, I am. I think the main reason for this is because one good week out of the Bengals isn't going to make me just like go all in on on Tom again. Um, I am worried about that consistency still, like I have been for like three years in this podcast. I feel like, um, but yeah, I, I I still like Jack's team. I think it's a powerhouse. Like you said, there was some weird. It was an off week for most of his most of his players because they were in weird situations. But DJ Moore picked it up for him. Um. Yeah, there's still some. This isn't a complete. This isn't a Chris, but this is, this is a juggernaut. Adding Josh Allen is is going to be super helpful for Jack coming down the line too. Like my God. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, coming in at number two, like you, like we have alluded to, it, it's Chris. Chris is number two. Um, 108 points. Uh, yes, you got to win. You beat me. Congrats, man. You scored 108. How am I supposed to put you ahead of the team that scored 160 this week? Um, who had Kenneth Walker on by? I can't. Um, yes, Alvin Kamara looked nice for you as an addition, but that's against New England. New England blows. And a lot of the reason that you're two right now, and yes, you're you're furious. I know. You beat me. You're like, what? How could I be two? I just beat you. Like, And you're probably saying all these things. I, I'm ready for the text to come in. Um, Jonathan Taylor, six carries, 18 yards. It's going to take him a while to kind of get up to speed. And another thing, he just took a hit, man. I mean, Justin Jefferson's on IR. How am I supposed to rank him ahead of Tom right now with Justin Jefferson on IR? Chris is two right now. Um, this team is still a wagon. Christian McCaffrey had a mid-game because that game was over, so they didn't really need him. But in most weeks, Christian McCaffrey is going to be awesome. Mid-game, 14 points. Yeah, just 19 carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Um, but he lost a fumble, so fantastic. Yeah, Chris is two right now. I, I don't really know what else to say other than if Justin Jefferson's healthy, he's probably one. But without Justin Jefferson, I want to see it with Jonathan Taylor. You're you're two right now. Tom's well. Tom's my number one. All right, Chris. Yeah, Chris is my. He's my number one. I I know Justin Jefferson's out, like you're saying, but I just can't. I can't not. I can't rank him below one, even without one of his best players. When he's he's gonna, he's like, oh, Justin Jefferson's out. Guess I guess I uh, have to play Jonathan Taylor or Saquon Barkley. I mean, that's nuts that these two players are on his bench. And uh, these guys suck. 
Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Those guys are bad. Nico Collins, better. <laughs> Nico Collins, better. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, he's, he's, Chris is the one Justin Jefferson owner today who was not crying themselves to, to sleep or crying in their pillow all day because Chris, it doesn't matter as much for Chris. Uh, now, if, if two more of these players get hurt, then Chris might go to number two for me. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna, I mean, yeah, that trade with Jack, uh, looking pretty good. Uh, as long as Jonathan Taylor picks it up, but who knows? Maybe Zach, maybe it is the Zach Moss show. Um, even if it, yeah, even if it was Saquon would be in there. So I, who cares? Right. Yeah. This is really a tough timing for Chris, especially with the brutal schedule he has coming up. He's got you this week. He's got Quinn next week. And then he's got Alex the week after that. Yeah. Tough timing. Tough. Maybe, maybe he could, he could plug in uh, Amari D Mercado too. <laughs> Why does he even roster half of his bench? Like he doesn't need these guys. No, he will never even even if he'll never play these guys. Amari might be playable for a lot of teams in this league. Chris could never play this guy. Ever. No. <laughs> He's like, ooh, ah, I got Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> and if that doesn't work out, then I have Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And if that doesn't work out, I have DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Mm. Oh, if that doesn't work out, I have Michael Pittman. So I think I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, if that doesn't work out, I have Deontay Johnson. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that, Amari. <laughs> um, but guess what, Chris? You're not number one. It's Tom. Um, let me explain why. Tom, Justin Fields is kind of back. He's just, they're going to let him play backyard football. Good. That's what he needs to do to be good in fantasy. Not in real life. In real life, he still might be back. This is the number one reason I have Tom first ahead of Chris. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Dang, man. 22 carries, 177 yards, and a touchdown. This dude's back. Now, he's going to get roasted by Philly next week, but in most of his games, he's going to be fine, and it's going to be awesome. Um, he scored 160 without Kenneth Walker and with DeMonte Adams only having four catches. That's insane. This is the best team in the league right now at this current moment. It's Tom. Okay, so now let's uh, dive into some of the previews for next week. Let's look ahead. Week six, here we are. Um, let's start with uh, the most lopsided matchup of the week, at least in terms of projections. We have relegate the Jets travels uh, to Quinn Soft Dick. So um, this is going to be... This is going to be a win for Nick. Um, that's all I got to say. Yeah, big W for Nick. It'll be nice to get to 500 after his his rough start to the season. Must be Cl- nice. Climbing his way back. Next matchup, we have um, you against Chris. Uh, tough. This is, this is tough for you. Uh, no A-chain. You're starting the two tight end set. You and Nick going to the 12 personnel. Love me the 12 personnel. Not sure it's going to be effective here. Yeah, don't think so. But I got to pick me. I'm on a insane <laughs> streak. I'm on an insane streak. And I was thinking to myself, why do I go on this podcast and I just I, I keep predicting the opposite person to beat me when uh, I just and, I, and then I just keep winning. I'm a bad anal- 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 analyst. <laughs> I'm a bad analyst. I'm a bad analyst. If I'm coming on this podcast and I'm, I continue to say 
You know, it's like, I'm no good. I'm going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those people who keep, you know, who only pick the chiefs every time they're, they're picking on ESPN. You know, it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be smart about it. You gotta, (laughs) you gotta (laughs) diversify your portfolio. And you know, people don't want to listen to someone who's just going to predict the chiefs every week. Who gives a shit about that guy? I'm going to predict me to beat Chris. (laughs) Famous last words. Um, put a point, put a card on your bingo board if you had John saying diversify your portfolio on here on a podcast. <laughs> no, this is not a financial investment pod. This is a sports podcast about fantasy football. And uh, John, as much as I love Sam Laporta like the child that I've never had, you're going to lose this week. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Next matchup. In the um, potential toilet bowl um, preview, we have Alex against Charlie. Um, if Charlie does not make a trade, give me Charlie in this matchup. Um, I think even though Raheem Mostert might run for a million yards and seven touchdowns against Carolina, that might be the only guy that scores. Um, Chris Olave going to Houston. Uh you might want to talk about that game in a minute here. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. Um, so, yeah, uh, give me Charlie to win this game. Give me Alex. Ooh. Yeah. I, uh, Charlie, 0-5 year, he would love to have this win. Or maybe not. I don't know if, if he wants to win or not. But um, I still th- I think this is Alex. Alex's must-win game here. I think you mentioned Mostert. I think he's going to have an insane week. I really do. Um, And I think Charlie's going to have a little disappointing of a week. He's got, he's got both bucks. I think uh, the lions, they're going to shut down that, that real quick. Both of them not going to do much. Tough spot for Uh, the lions. Just saying. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. They haven't been on the road much. Okay. Max is our, our good friend. Max is going to be at the game. So if they disappoint him, former league member. Yeah. Former league member is going to be support. He lives near Tampa. He's going to be there uh, in his Jersey in his second week in a row. We've shout out. uh, We've shouted out the uh, 69 bird lovers. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a legacy owner, legacy player. He's, he's welcome back anytime. Not really though. (laughs) I was going to say, is he? Uh, (laughs) Anthony versus me in what would be the game of the week, but we have a better matchup. Um, This is the um, underperformers bowl this week. Me and versus Anthony, the two and three teams that we thought were going to be juggernauts. Um, Give me Anthony in this matchup. Patrick Mahomes at Denver. Dude, this dude's going to throw for seven touchdowns. Oh, shit. That's tough. I hate to see that as uh, who I am. Um, Like I said, T. Higgins, if Jamar Chase is always open, maybe Seattle's going to be like, what if he wasn't? And then we're going to come, and then T. Higgins is going to be wide open. They're going to be like, ah, dang it. We put three guys on Jamar Chase and zero on T. Higgins. Dumb. How do we keep doing that? Um, Stupid strat. Yeah, he's going to, he's going to beat me. Alex, uh, Anthony bounce back. All right. Um, this is a tough one for me. This is a tough one. I think this is going to be a close game. You said you didn't want it close, but it's going to be – I think it's going to come down to the wire. I mean, 
Look at you got a Mon- you got two Monday night players, Michael. Damn it! Why do we have Monday night games? I have my quarterback <laughs> on Monday. Why? And and your running back, both on Monday night. I don't want Monday. Be, you're gonna be down, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to hope that these these two players can uh, do well against a Dallas defense that's been pretty good this year when they're not facing um, good teams. Are the, this is gonna be the test? Are the Chargers a good team or not? If they're a good team, they'll destroy Dallas they're not a good team they will get absolutely destroyed by dallas there's only two options only two options and what is your choice on those options they're gonna light up dallas let's go Chargers are here and michael is gonna win and here's my other prediction one of these two teams is not gonna make the playoffs and the loser of this game is gonna be that team oh my god the loser does fall to two and four and that is tough yeah. it's tough yeah. to come back from that um but- Imagine a year without Anthony in the playoffs. That'd be nuts. Or me in the playoffs. Wait, that was last year. But it, but it, yeah, that was last year and another one of the year in the first year. Anthony's always made the playoffs. Oh man, no, I can't lose. I can't lose this game. <laughs> um, game of the week, literally fifty-fifty split on the projection. This is going to be fun to watch. Um, Tom, Banger. my number one. He's going to defend his ranking against Jack. Tom's going to win this game. Justin Fields against Minnesota. Minnesota blows. Um, Kenneth Walker against Cincinnati. Jamar Chase against Seattle. These are going to be high-scoring games. I'm excited to watch it. Um, I think DJ Moore comes back down to earth this week. I think uh, James Cook comes back down to earth this week. And you'll see Brandon Ayuk uh, struggle a little bit. And Keenan Allen's not going to do great because it's going to be an Austin Eckler game. So give me... Tom Myring, Dr. Dynasty's Dudes, the number one team in this league. Oh, see, my issue is Justin Fields last week, uh, his only wide receiver to catch a ball was DJ Moore. And if Justin Fields is going to do well, I think DJ Moore is going to do well. Nope. And um, you mentioned earlier with Anthony and uh, Mahomes versus Denver. Jack's the one that's got the running back versus Denver. Doesn't matter. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, um, who who might have the best fantasy week of his career this week. Nope. Yeah, um, and he also has Travis Kelsey, so two two Kansas City Chiefs on his team. I think this one is going to be a banger. I think we see 150 to 145, Jack. Jack! Whoa. Yeah, this is going to be high scoring. He's got a lot of players. Both of them have a lot of players with a lot of good matchups. I like it. It's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Okay. The last segment of the week. I did this last week. I told you, uh, take Atlanta. I was on the side of the Vikings, but I decided not to take that game. Picked up a pass interference call that would have helped me cover that game. Didn't happen. I was on the side of the Falcons. It was Falcons minus two. It was a clean push. Falcons got a last second field goal to win that game. Um, this week, the Rice Times lock of the week. <sighs> I bet against the Texans last week. This week, I'm taking the Texans. New wow. New Orleans just came off a bludgeoning. Bludgeoning just killed the Patriots. Like, just wrecked them. 34-0. And they're only laying a point and a half coming to Houston? You know why? Because uh, CJ Stroud's really good at football. C.J. Stroud was the reason I didn't cover. He went down for a go-ahead touchdown last week, and um, now 
You have the Texans coming back home off a loss, Saints off a high. This is the perfect spot that I want. Give me the Texans. All right. I, I like that. Um, and do you have a play, John? I've got two. I mean, here's one that I just mentioned in a fantasy matchup. I thought the Chargers would torch the Dallas Cowboys, and they are plus two against them. I actually like that. Why is Dallas uh, favored in that game? Yeah, that's my question. It's because Dallas – I don't know. It's because Dallas weird. does – They do beat up on these bad teams. I don't know if Chargers are on the level of the bad teams that Dallas has beat up on. So, And it's in L.A., which I guess – it's not a home game because um, no, Dallas, it won't be a home game. You're right. Yeah, Dallas will fill the stands with their fans. Um, of course, that's a good point. LA. That's a really and I good will, point. I will contribute. Me and Charlie hopefully will be contributing to that when the Detroit Lions come to LA in November. Oh, that'd uh, be that'll be awesome. Yeah, um, my other one I was gonna point out was the Bears plus two and a half at home against the Vikings. I'm going to have to sneak down to that game with you. Yeah. Come on, come on over, dude. Bears plus two and a half? Whoa. Yeah. Bears plus two and a half. Oh, right? my gosh. Might as well all in on Justin Fields. Everyone's like, oh, this offense, this is a fluke. They were facing two bad teams. Vikings are also not a good team. So I'll take the Bears. You are doing two things that I just have a hard time doing. One is betting on the Bears. And two, <laughs> betting on Brandon Staley, the, the Chargers coach. This dude's True. a moron. <laughs> Do you see what he did the last two games? Yeah, no. He's, Do you see what he's he did in the late coach. stages? Yeah. Like, I don't think you get I, like, I always it, see it. I always he, see it. They were up in the late stages of both games. He had a fourth and one at his own 28. Yeah, and he went for it. Yes, I remember that. I was He's like, not... "Here, here you go, Vikings. Here's the game. Here, here you go." And then I was, they, they got I wasn't pick. surprised. I wasn't surprised. That's what Staley does. He's and then he did it again. <laughs> then he did it the next week, and they didn't get it again. And luckily, he's gotten two red zone picks in back to back weeks. Oh God, Brandon Staley is almost as bad. Did you see what Mario Cristobal did for Oregon? Um, no, for Oregon, no. For Oregon, this is college, but I, I'm just I'm gonna get up on this soapbox. Real I was quick. just thinking about the Miami the Miami mistake was the biggest one. Yeah, this, he's remember. the coach of Miami. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. He's the he's yes. the old Oregon coach. My bad. Ah, uh, okay, good. that's my bad. Sorry, but yes, yeah. he um doesn't take a knee and yeah. runs the ball and yeah, fumbles and loses, and loses the, the game. game. <laughs> just <laughs> malfeasance. How did these people make millions of dollars? Embarrassing. Absolutely extremely embarrassing. embarrassing. Um, okay. There's uh, I had to get my rage hour out. There was a lot of yeah. built up contempt from this last weekend. We've had, we've had depression hours. This was the rage hour. It was indeed. Um, we'll see if I come back. If I lose again, I'm just going to be depressed. Cause that's going to be two and four with a team that I went all in with. And apparently, according fun. to you, I won't make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's just bound to happen at this point. No, I, I think even – I mean, we have two two and three teams in playoffs right now. This is a team where six teams make the playoffs. So, you're all in could pay off at any moment, Michael. You know, I, I think maybe you should look big picture a little bit, maybe not be as worried. Anything can happen, you know. These players I think could, another uh, player heal. just went on IR. Oh, shit. 